holiday greetings and welcome to Uncorked in Conversation. Hello, ladies. Hello. 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 Cling, cling, cling. Holiday cheer. Hello. Cheer. Holiday cheer. Uncorked and the holidays. Loving it, loving it. How is your holiday season going so far, ladies? Busy. Understood. Understood. Busy is a good word. Busy is a good word. Get that bag. Get that bag. (laughs) Well, many of you may know or may not know, today is December 15th, 2021. This is our official Christmas episode. And I'm going to kick off our Christmas episode by saying, my birthday was yesterday. It's your birthday. Yes. That's oh, how you celebrate you. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that is Tracy how you singing. celebrate yourself. Yeah, Tracy I love singing, it. how old are you now? Oh, girl. Oh, oh. <laughs> you look marvelous, darling. No, you're not. Thank you. Thank you. But I you're had a blast. I'm not old. I'm young. I'm young and vibrant. And I had a blast with you ladies last night. Y'all keep me young. So I, I will take it. I will definitely take it. Yeah, that was fun. That was yes, fun. yes. We had um, celebrated your birthday with um, margaritas and nachos. Yes. <laughs> Her favorite meal. Taco Tuesday. And Taco it was. Tuesday. Her favorite meal. It was Taco Tuesday. How'd you do that? How did you arrange your birthday on Taco Tuesday? I am I am powerful. I am powerful. Ooh, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. <laughs> So no, is that that? Are you gonna are you gonna sing that song? I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> I was actually gonna sing um, about nachos and margaritas. Uh, these are a few of my favorite things. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, is the holiday season. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh Lord, y'all gonna get enough of getting me to sing. But anyway, <laughs> uh huh, we gonna get enough. <laughs> So holiday-wise, what, what, what's up with the holidays? Anybody booed up? Anybody planning to be booed up? Anybody know if people booed up? Wait a minute. I'm, I'm too well, old. What, what, what's met, booed up? I met, I met Santa last night. Yes. Yeah, we saw. Did you see how Santa was holding me? He was holding you kind of tight, girl. Well, your, Santa, your Santa was a player because he was holding Linda and myself as well. Oh, well he wasn't holding y'all like he was holding me. Hold on. Paulette, what did you call me, Tracy, in April? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't stutter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Oh, ho, ho. Oh, my goodness. Oh, ho, ho, I'm ho. And my ha, Christmas ha, bow. Ha. Oh, Lord. Christmas bow. Uh huh. Christmas bow. <laughs> and that's right. We're video tonight, so everybody can see us. We've got our holiday sweaters on, our ugly sweaters that are not ugly. Yay. Because we cute. Yes. Because we cute. We cute. I'm looking like Annie, little orphan Annie. Sun will come out. Tomorrow. No, I'm looking like Orphan Annie. <laughs> yeah, with that little, with that little bow. 
No, you're just a, a, because, like, a, a minimalist. Like, what is the bar? <laughs> well, that's half the battle. <laughs> I saw why. She, she, At least I got my wide though. <laughs> and let's or, uncork that. Mm-hmm. Uncork that. What are y'all uncorking on, by the way? What you got? What you got? I'm uncorking on Chardonnay. Like, what and else you... would it be? Of course. And you, Paula? You know, it's, it's Merlot for me. Tracy, a Merlot girl. And that looks like a rose. What is that, a Moscato? Me? Yeah. Um, yes. Of course, it's uh. <laughs> April's best friend. <laughs> Ooh. See how I'm looking at you, right? Mm-hmm. It's the side chick. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like Her that. Side chick. That damn Stella. That damn Stella. <laughs> Some, of our that. May not know. Some of our listeners may not know Stella is the side chick. That's what we call Stella's her. Side chick. April does not approve of Stella. <laughs> Yeah, he's the antichrist. <laughs> she called Stella the antichrist. Ho ho ho! <laughs> that was the ho ho ho. Okay. <laughs> but y'all, oh, speaking of ho ho hoes, I hear that Tiffany Haddish and Common are ready to go back to their home ways. I'm just joking. They may not have been hoes. But <laughs> but they're no longer together is the word on the street. That's what yeah, I heard. That's what from what I understand, there was the COVID couple anyway. So they are COVID uncoupling. So I need to understand exactly what a COVID couple is, April. A COVID couple is two people who come together because of the COVID situation. Otherwise, they may not have been together. They are attracted and spending time with each other because of the circumstances. Ah. Now that COVID is no longer the way it was in 2020, where we actually just spent time together and didn't go anywhere and you just become close with one another. Because, you know, COVID, either it helps a relationship or it hinders a relationship, but it draws some people together, otherwise may not have been. And so now that COVID is no longer as it was, eh, you know, people are getting busy, things happen, they lose interest or what have you. So they are uncoupled as a couple now mm-hmm. interesting so what's y'all's take on this i mean there it, it, it's a covid uncoupling apparently at least at least based on that description but what are y'all's thoughts how long were they together they were together about a year and how long, long has been? covid been around so really literally as long as covid like when covid started <laughs> like, when did they start dating? no no <laughs> they started before covid no, it was it was during COVID because what what happened from my understanding, what little bit I saw, is that first there was a rumor going around that they were dating, and then they kind of made a a joke of it and kind of came together as uh, a date, and they did it virtually so everybody can see it, and then it just kind of you know went from there, and you know supposedly realistically. Um, my take on it is one i i'm not that deep into celebrities lives that i really you know care a whole lot 
just personally, just I'm just like surface on it. I just feel like both of them are just so busy being in the entertainment business. They're living in different uh, states, you know, West Coast, Midwest or East Coast or whatever, wherever they are. And they just got, you know, projects going on. And I like the word that he used with the relationship, being able to feed a relationship, because any relationship, that's exactly what you have to do in order for it to strive is you have to feed it. And if you don't have the time to put into it to feed it, then it's it's not going to go anywhere, you know. And then with social media, you know how social media can be all up in your relationship and they can cause you to get divorced and everything could be a lie. So that's just my take on it. I don't I don't I don't get deep with it at all. Kind of like when I'm watching the reality shows, it's all surface for me because I'm not getting paid, (laughs) you know, so I I don't get that deep with it. For entertainment purposes only. (laughs) So in other words, Paulette, you're saying they didn't feed the relationship. So in other words, neither either one of them didn't want to chase. They didn't want to chase each other. Because sometimes that's what relationships are. You're chasing what you love or what you like or what you want to get to know or what you want to hold on to. And so somebody got exhausted because at some point they did stop to to find out, you know, about each other. Um, And then maybe some interest was lost and, and, and they felt like, you know, because reality is, I mean, in my dating game or my dating life, I've met some folks and lost interest. And so the phone is not ringing as it was. I'm not, you know, showing up as I used to, or, you know, and here's, here's, here's some truth. You know, I've got, I had young children and whenever I didn't want to participate in an outing or something, I'd say, well, my son has to go here or I need to do this with my son. Or And, and so those are what you call excuses, but Right. Gentle one, so no one's feelings are hurt, you know? Right, right. So, and yeah. what I believe is that people make time for what they want. And so True. perhaps, True. perhaps they realize that either one, whichever the case on whoever's in, that mm-hmm. they weren't what they, what they wanted. So yes, he put that very, very gentleman-like. Yeah, I think so too. Feeding, they weren't feeding, because he could have probably said a whole bunch of stuff. She could have probably said a whole bunch of things too. But yeah. just to keep it clean, and I respect the cleanliness of that, you know, not, not right. airing any dirty laundry. So, you know, yeah. it is what it is. and Because you and know what social media can do with it. <laughs> They'll rip it apart, you know, because of everybody's thoughts and everybody's opinions and everybody's thought, everything. Oh, it should be this. It's, it's not. They're lying. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, so what? Yeah. Yeah, right. So what? Exactly. exactly. I mean, Elizabeth Taylor married eight men, didn't she? Woo, she honey. Didn't and we didn't have social media. <laughs> and, she, uh, and one of them twice. Yeah. Yeah. Warner, I think, right? Yeah. Richard Burton. Oh, yeah. Burton. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Well, maybe, well, maybe Tiffany and Carmen may circle back, and they may become a couple again. You never know. Like Benefer. Well, I mean, look at J Lo. That's what exactly. It? Yeah, Benefer. <laughs> I forgot about that term, Benefer. Yes. Yeah. You know, and I can only hope. I mean, since they did circle back twenty years later, I, I'm hopeful that it is real and that they realize mm-hmm. that, you know. 
that they were what they wanted all along. So, right, you know, right. that, our relationship, I could never put my finger on something, something I could never, I feel something, but I don't know what it is about that relationship. It's ah, Jennifer ah. and Jennifer. Well, yeah. I, I kind of thought, I thought she was just looking for a way out with A-Rod. You know, and then and then he was comforting. I think what happened, and clearly I don't know, but I think let's go she, with your scenario. Go ahead. Right, I think that she was, um, you know, because her her and Ben stayed friends, you know, even though they split up. And I think once she started having the issues with A Rod, she started confiding and talking, and then those old, you know, those old feelings oh, seeped okay. in, and they fell in. <laughs> I, I won't say what I was thinking, but they fell into each other's arms again. <laughs> and so that's where I think this is. Um, I hope it lasts, but then, you know, like you, Paulette, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other whether it lasts or not. So, right. right. Yeah. 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 That's true. You know, so speaking of relationships, um, you guys watch The Red Table? To be Absolutely. honest, I have never watched Red Table, so I have to admit, and I'm a podcaster, I know. I feel kind of like, ooh, man. I've never but watched it either, but I hear it is really good. And and yes. Will Smith and and Will Smith got his um his book that just came out. Yes. Yeah. Anybody read that one? No, I have not I read, heard it's read a good book one. yet. Yeah, I heard I plan to, I heard but it. I haven't. Yeah, I've watched many episodes. I've watched many episodes of Red Table Talk. Oh, have you? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I've watched a lot of that. And they got some great, some great subjects. They they talk, they, right. get deep. they get deep. They do right. get deep. The entanglement thing that happened with the whole August Alcina and all of that kind of stuff, of course, it brought a lot of that to light. Um, I got kind of exhausted with it. I was like, eh, you know, like, like exactly. you guys said, I'm, I'm just not all in people's business, in people's bedroom. Yeah. You know, well, see, people- and I think, I think that entanglement thing came for ratings because Will Smith and Jada have been open in open relationships a long time. Oh yeah. And I think and what, that as well. Yeah. And I think, and I'm saying this on purpose, what had happened was <laughs> put it on him. You know, she put it on him and he and then he wanted to go public. So they had to, they had That's to right. get in front of it. Because he was getting right. ready to get in front, of, he was getting ready to rip it. So right. they he already to, he did he right. ripped yeah. it before they had their conversation on Red Table Talk. Mm. He had already ripped it. I think he, he did because this happened years ago. I think right. he did it because of his new album coming out. That's there you and it didn't help. That's him. Exactly it didn't it. even help him. It no, sure did. It, it sure it did. And then he can, well, I kind of like the little entanglement entanglement song. That's kind of cute. But anyway, you know, <laughs> still, you know, there's a lot of cougars in, in, out there in Hollywood. So he had to bring his out to make something. I mean, there's a they ain't the only ones well, that this is happening. He was young and immature. He was young and immature. Yeah, he, not, he could not rise, in my opinion, to the level of Jada Pinkett because he was young and immature. And again, probably some of the shit he did, she did to him. He probably hadn't seen it and won't see it. You know, mm-hmm, she, she mm-hmm. turned him out. And then uh, with his back being as strong, you know, being a str- strong young back, she was, you know, she was handling her. 
but she turned him out in, in, in the midst of the game. Yeah, and I so know. he lost himself. He did. So yeah. the, the whole reason that I had brought this up, we was talking about you know uncoupling and coupling, and that's basically what what we're describing here as well. So many people are so exhausted by them bringing out their laundry it and i'm not gonna say dirty laundry it's it's mm-hmm. can be clean whatever relationship that they're going through whatever that they're talking about people are tired about and they are petitioning to say stop we don't want to hear it anymore i think that is hilarious <laughs> i do too <laughs> because just like the television just like the television they can turn it off or you're on your exactly, your, your phone you can swipe up swipe right left whatever you want to go go hey, somewhere exactly. else don't look at it Exactly. Why are you jealous because they can talk about their relationship? What? They, Learn. They are. They are petitioning. Are. They are petitioning the media to stop interviewing them to talk about their relationship. You know, <laughs> How stupid it, is that? It's interesting you know, I mean, because they've got, they've got table talk. It, it's all promotion. It's all you have to. They're keeping their name out there to stay relevant. But here's the we thing. know, but it's so much. It's just it's we just had enough. Maybe we're just not interested anymore. Can we talk about other things other than their their sex life? But here's the thing, okay, in the in the world, in this world of of social media and the web, um, I think Paulette mentioned it. Garbage in, garbage out. Your electronics are going to show your phone is going to show you what you want to see. And the reason I say that is because your camera and your microphone, you've allowed to access many apps on your phone. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to use the apps. And because of that, your phone can always hear what you're talking about. Also, anything that you search, anything that you like, anything that you click on, anything that you scroll up and down on, the phone can tell you are reading this topic. So what happens is- Well, you lost me at scroll up and down, but okay, I'm- I'm You were thinking about something else up and down. I I, I, I felt her too. I was like, Tracy, what you you thinking, girl? (laughs) Saw it all in her face. (laughs) I think I've lost the room, but anyway. (laughs) But what happens is what will, what will show up in your feed, what will show up as trending, what will show up in your search in your search engines when you type certain words in is going to be whatever you've been talking about, whatever you've been reading, whatever you've been clicking on. Mm-hmm. And so for the people, I, I do think it's hilarious that people have a petition not to hear any more about this couple. But what you click on, what you decide you want is what shows up in your feed period the end mm-hmm. that is it that's true <laughs> Shut the door. i'm gonna start a petition <laughs> to scroll up or to scroll down i'm signing the petition to move to the next topic <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to use both hands as we scroll up? You know, that that could be petition part two. One, one, two. (laughs) Okay.
All right. So we may have to do a poll, P O L L, on our <laughs> and not P O L E. Okay. <laughs> All righty then. So we we okay. had some some um, local stuff going on, y'all. Some tragic stuff going on, actually. Yeah. yeah. Touch on that a little Heavy. bit. Yeah. And I'm gonna do um I'm gonna do a shameless plug here. Though our listeners may not know that I do produce a podcast, a separate podcast called Surviving Gun Violence: The Impact, the Agony, the Aftermath. I bring that up because um, the next topic that we're talking about are some local tragedies that have taken place in our area in the 757. Um, one, was it Virginia Beach, where the 65-year-old woman was shot and killed at a gas station uh, while she was pumping gas? Um, apparently, two gentlemen, young men, were attempting to rob her and shot and killed her, sadly. And um, what was that, yesterday or day before yesterday, I think? I think it was Monday. Monday. Okay. Mm -hmm. Today's Wednesday. And uh, then last night, sadly, after a basketball game at a local high school, um, a young man, an 18-year-old, um, shot and killed a 17-year-old um, after a brief altercation just minutes after the final buzzer of the basketball game. Um, I don't have details on on you know, exactly what the altercation was about or what any of that was about. But um, those are the uh, details that I have. I think what's frightening me and what's just so terrifying in our area is the rise in gun violence incidents that we're seeing. We're seeing at least one a day, you know. Um, there are some days where we're seeing multiple, but we're seeing at least one a day. And just from, you know, interacting with people on social media, I know that places like Chicago have always had much more gun violence than we've ever seen, but um, we're slowly catching up and it's, it's unnerving. But um, what are you ladies' thoughts on these two incidents and the, the increasing uh, violence that's going on in our area? It leaves me speechless to be. I think we, we all are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why yeah. when my son, and I'll come right back to that, when he's walking out the door, I have to check his mindset to see where he is as he walks out the door. And if, you know, if his goal is to, you know, be safe out there, if not, here's my, my piece of advice to you is to be safe out there, you know? Mm -hmm. And if he acknowledges that, that that's his goal, then it, it just brings me a bit of comfort. Of course, you know, no one knows, but it just does. It brings me comfort to know that he is, is his goal is to be safe out there, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. um, and pull me, that in the forefront of his mind as he go out there. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and with me, you know, I, you know, I tend to come home, you know, after, you know, when it gets dark, after it gets dark and I may stop at my local supermarket or, you know, get me some gas, you know, mm -hmm. or whatever. And, and it's just lately just, you know, I'm, I'm checking my surroundings, you know, I'm paying Absolutely. attention to, to, you know, where I, even in the supermarket, it's, yeah. it's just a lot going on. And so I'm sure that lady, you know, God bless her, rest her soul. I'm sure she 
not in a million years felt like, you know, a little bit after five o'clock in the afternoon. Right. That, you know, she would be, you know, assaulted and, and, and her life taken. It's so unfortunate. And so I don't know. I think um, I think someone said that the, the, the boys have been arrested. You know, yes, they were brothers. Yes. Yeah. And they have been captured. Yes. Wow. wow. That's so important. Yeah. So important. Yeah. And especially now that it's um right before Christmas. Yeah. The family oh, yes. that have to now every time Christmas comes, they are thinking about this incident. And um it's disheartening why, you know, for whatever reason these two young boys decided to thought this was an easy mark and um kill this woman they didn't have to kill her you know that's, yeah that's the other thing right yeah what's, what's the point of that you know if you're gonna rob take the money or whatever take the purse run get away do whatever it is but you don't have to kill someone i know that we had talked about this previously about guns you know it's not the guns it's the people that kill with the guns that's the issue right. And it makes it so accessible to these young people. That's a whole nother issue. So we have to right. look at all these variables and, and get to the root why this is happening still. Yes. It's 2021 yes. and this stuff is still happening. And not just still happening, but it is becoming more and more frequent, more and more commonplace. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, I was talking with a friend earlier today and she said, you know, what is is wrong with some of these young people she was in particular talking about the young man who killed the young man after the basketball game what is in these kids minds these young people's minds that has them so angry that they have no regard for ending someone's life like that is that is the next thing to do is to end someone's life how do you get there how do you get to that point right. you know what, what is what is happening right they're not thinking of the consequences, really. Yeah. They only yeah. they only living in that moment. We're going to get the money. We're going to get the money, and that's it. They haven't thought about what's going to happen when you get the money, or what happens if there's something that's an error in your plan, and you get caught. Oh, okay. I just go to jail. You know, it's that's the mentality. If we get caught, we get caught. But we're not going to get caught. They never think about they're going to get caught. So there's no right. consequence to thinking outside of that moment right there. None. Now, the people, and I, I know the robbery is a little bit of a separate thing, although it's still gun violence, but the people such as the young man that killed the young man after the basketball game and these other acts of gun violence, you know, in many cases that people know at the scene who did the shoot, like you, you really can't kill people and just get away. You're like people are going to, you're going to be caught. Like you got to think, exactly. you got to think, you know, I murdered somebody. I'm going to be caught nine times out of 10. I'm going to be caught. I'm sure there are many unsolved murders, but people are shooting people right again, broad daylight, right. Just as it gets dark, you know, or in groups in front of groups of people, I, I just, I just, they, they're I only know. thinking about that moment. They're not thinking yeah, about angry. anything I, of exactly, right. exactly. Or even try to try to channel that anger or in a different way. You don't have to pull out a gun 
to right. prove that whatever it is you're trying to prove, your manhood, your ego, or whatever it is that you're trying to prove that you're right or what have you, there's no mm-hmm. other way to channel that frustration or that anger or any other way than pulling out a gun. They're not taught any other way. So right. what does that goes back to? That goes back to parenting that goes back to education that goes to back to our society that goes back to these things that we have to give these children opportunity and exposures to different things that they're exposed to i think there's some mental health implications as well absolutely absolutely yeah absolutely because of the family structure that april is speaking of you know such a breakdown and and I mean, and it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be anybody that's less privileged. It could be anybody. Right. It does not matter. The mental health and the, I don't know if the medications or just not being taught how to deal with adversity, you know, that mm-hmm. yes, you're going to have adversity in your life and it's how you get through it so you can move on to the next day because it can be a next day. You know, people are thinking that they have to end their lives or end somebody else's lives because of the adversity in their own lives. And that's, that's just not the way that it has to be. But some people don't have people to talk to, you know, that could possibly get through to them. So I can see that the mental health uh, field growing, you know, as, as, not even years. I could see that growing in just months and what we need out there, you know, from kids, you know, from elementary school before they even hit high school and, and moving up, just trying to get that mental health healthy to, to believe that, you know, not just my life, but other people's lives mean things too. Right. You know, and I know these guys are out there like I'm, I'm with, Tracy, you know, she has a a young son. I have a teenage son, you know, and it scares me, you know, that he likes, he's a boxer. He likes to box. Somebody want to try him. He can't, he can't fight a bullet. Right. You know, and, and I pray, but you know, he's not somebody that's just going to step down. And that's what these kids are, you know, how they are. They're not just going to step down to, you know, whatever somebody say to them and all that kind of stuff. And then, that's what bothers me. If the person is not going to step down and you ready to put hands up, the other person is not ready. They're, they're not ready to do hands. That's yeah. why they get these guns out because that's something easy for them. You know, I'm just, exactly. I'm not going to put my hands on you. That That's too, that's lazy right? to them. You know what I'm saying? That's work. And that's something that's work. Yeah, they don't want to work. work. You know, you ain't going <laughs> to bruise me up and then I live another day and then somebody see these bruises on me. That's embarrassing. Right. I'm yeah. I'm just going to kill you and I'm going to jail. Right. You know, that makes sense. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> but that's a mixed up way. It's how, exactly how they think. And it's like you mentioned before about the mental health. It's such a negative stigma for these yes. um, in our community, as our in a black community, not just our younger selves, but older folks as well. You know, it's not just the young folks who killing one another. It's our it's 
people our age as well, well into right. adulthood mm -hmm. because they haven't dealt with the mental issues, you know, along their lives because right. it's such a negative um, connotation towards it. But like you say, it is getting better. It is right. getting better. We're, we're mm -hmm. saying, yes, it's, it's helpful and it's a positive in your life. You're able to get some help when you need it. I'm a little concerned with mental health though in our country because it is so much easier to have medical coverage cover um, medicine versus covering talk therapy. And there is a need for talk therapy. But there is. They, there are, because, you know, I do work for, um, I do volunteer sometimes for a counseling center. Mm -hmm. The health insurance do pay for it. So, so Yes, I've just yeah. encountered so many. Um, just dependent, for instance, the the policy that that I rec most recently had. If mm -hmm. I wanted to get talk therapy, I would have to pay an extra amount. It's not as mm -hmm. readily available as if mm -hmm. I need to get my prescriptions covered. That's my point. It's not that it doesn't gotcha. cover it, but it's okay. more costly. And okay. um, so I may have misspoke there. It's more costly, so it's not as available. Is is what I mean? You gotcha. know, so. Where, how do we start to impact? How can we have that increase in impacting mental health? If I just think there needs to be a big change in how I we approach so. it, I think so too. Yeah. But and the company like why, is, go ahead. I was about to say, why is the government is so against any type of um, right. pre act proactive, you know, um, therapy? Yes. Talk therapy yes. is a proactive therapy. It doesn't yeah. have to be reactive all the time. But right. these uh, politicians um, like and big companies, like I think you was going to go there, they are, uh, what do they call it, this pharmaceutical companies. They want you to stay on medication. That's how they make yes. their money. Right. They don't exactly. want you to get better with talk therapy because it right. works. Right. They can't get rich yeah. that way. I'm sorry. But that, if you talk therapy, it's not going to yeah. help for everybody. It's going to have to be, for some people, it's going to be a combination of the medication and talk of therapy. Course. So of the course. medication is not going to go away. You know, right. for some people, they're still going to need that, you know, as well as the talk therapy. I have Absolutely. noticed in some bigger companies, um, they are offering uh, sessions and they give you like up to 10, 15 sessions and then your insurance kicks in. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that that is a good thing with some of the, the bigger companies that they recognize, which they should, because these shootings are happening in the workplace as well. So, yeah. you know, if, if you know, and, and, it, and it's all confidential, nobody even needs to know that you're, you're having this session or anything. That's up to you right. if you're going to run right. your mouth and tell somebody that's what you're doing. But nobody needs to know. Right. They're not going to tell what's being said and that you're even going you know, to, to these sessions. So, That's you know, it, it, the help is out there, but the, I think the problem is in our community, what happens to you stays with you or stays in the family or stays in the house, all that bull crap. Because as long as it stays there, that's where it's going to manifest. And just we, from we can put on appearances that everything is okay mm -hmm. with our family when it's yep. really not. But if we reach out or say, or t even talk about it, even to yeah. talk and then it moves on to generation to generation. Yeah, never gets fixed. Right. It's a mistrust. It's it's a mistrust. Yeah. Um, you know, to go outside of family, that means that you have to admit that there is a problem in your family. Right. Amen. 
And why is that a problem? You know, you mm -hmm. should be okay to admit that there's a problem because how do you yeah, fix right. it if you don't? You know? exactly. But once again, even if they did go outside the family to get help, who has to know? True. Exactly. exactly. I'm not trying to be sneaky or anything. However, if you don't want anybody to know, they don't need to know where you're going. And anything mm -hmm. medical is private anyway. I mean, we've got that coverage anyway. HIPAA covers anything yeah. medical. So you don't ever have to talk about, doesn't matter if it's mental health, anything health-wise. Right. So, right. you know, right. it, it, there's no need to stigmatize mental health when all health is private. Right. That's true. That's true. Right. But I will say that COVID did allow a lot of companies like you mentioned, Paula, a lot of the larger companies, um, they will as part of EAP or any type of way to help you through this COVID um, yeah. that does play a lot on your mental health. So I will say that a lot of companies have stepped up because of that. That's good to know. Yeah, I'm sure because I'm sure COVID has done a lot to some people not getting out. I know it, it affected me. I, I think we talked about it during COVID when we were doing some mm -hmm. of our podcasts that yeah. the cabin fever, you know, I am blessed you know, to be able to work from home. It is very convenient. However, I'm, I'm, I like to be social. I like to get out. I like the sun, you know, the air, all that. I, it, it, it did something to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I believe that that episode was our, it was our fourth most listened to episode this year. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a high ranker. All right, all right. Oh, right. Yes. yes, yes. Clink, 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 clink. <laughs> Speaking of mental health, because this also can kind of tie into that as well. Gender identity traits, they're allowing their child to well, select and, their gender and I identity. Saw it, on, um, it was on some nightly news, so I'm not very well versed in it, but what it, what it detailed was there's a family, um, and I think there's a two boys and a girl. The mom and the dad allows them or will allow them to identify with whatever gender they want to be. Although one is a male and two of them are females or two of them were males and one was a female. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. But they're going to allow them to decide their gender you know, as they feel, you know, as they feel how they what they identify it. with, mm -hmm. right? Um, okay. And then one of the, the one of the, the the son, I believe, you know, he said, you know, and it, he appreciates his mom and dad allowing him to identify with, you know, what he feels the strongest of, you know, because people you know, pick on you in school and this and that and the other. And it's it just comforting to know that he has the support of his parents, right, right. you know, identifying with who he, who, who he is. So I'm, you know, I apologize that I'm not very well versed on it. It, it was something that I saw in passing and I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty deep. And, um, it's controversial, quite a controversial topic that you see. I, I tend to see it a lot or see references to it. I don't know of this particular story, but it's right. it's quite controversial and it's it's on people's tongues. You know, people are are talking. There's a there's a divide. Um, there's a school of thought that believes children should not be allowed to 
determine what their gender is. They should have to, you should have to be an adult to be able to make that determination. And then you have the other school of thought, like the parents that you mentioned, who say, you know, it really should be up to the child. And um, it, it's, like I said, it's quite a call for controversy. What are y'all's thoughts about this? And what have y'all seen about this? I've seen a, um, I've seen a little bit about it because I remember uh, the news covering about bathrooms and bathrooms in the schools. Yes. Um, you know, I, I know that being a teenager is, is already hard. Being, being a young adult, and a teenager that's that's a that's a hard time for kids um of course if it was mine I, i'm definitely going to be supportive of any child that's that is mine that's just me i'm i'm mm -hmm. going to be supportive uh, i want to understand you know talk you know open that door so we can have that discussion you know and and work through it i would not add to what they're already going through as teenagers, personally. I, I just can't see that. It's just, I remember my teenage years. It was, it was difficult because you're trying to identify with a lot of things. You know, you're, yeah. you're trying to identify with, you know, different things in school, what you think you want to do when you grow up. It's a lot. Mentally, it's a lot. It's a lot yeah. on kids. And you got the hormones, you know, that's when yeah. hormones start to right. really fall into place. So that's a whole, you know, you're a different person every hour, you know, very yeah. often when you're a teenager. You are and, so and those born biologically as girls mm -hmm. have a menstrual cycle. So mm -hmm. you really mm -hmm. are Jekyll and Hyde 24 hours a day. I remember being a teenager crying for no reason. Girl, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, and so just to to touch on this again, I did Google, um, not particular, not that particular story, but this this particular couple is saying that they let their their child create their own gender identity, and she said okay. the experience has been a gift for both of them. So, okay. in other words, she's saying that. It's not giving her child pressure one way or the other to become right. a girl. If you're, and I don't know if this is a girl or a boy, but it appears to be a boy. But if you want to go ahead and identify as a boy, a male child, then do that. But if you choose to identify as a female child, then do that. So in other words, they're not going to judge one way or the other. And, and I've heard parents growing up, Saying if my son is gay, I'll do this and I'll do that. And if my daughter is gay, I'll do. I'm disowning them and this and that and the other, which and is unfortunate. And they have, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And, and and so the children are hearing this, and they are shying away from having the conversations with their parents right. because right. nobody wants their parents to disown them or hate them right. or whatever, whatever, until they get a certain age and say, I am who I am, whether my parents right. accept it or not. And so, right. like you said, April, there's been families that have been broken up, split up, their children are sleeping on the streets because yeah. the parents, yeah. did, you know, didn't agree with their gender. And that's just, you know, at a certain age, you have to let people decide life for themselves, you know? And when you say at a certain age, do you think there is an age, an appropriate age for that? Or what are your thoughts about that? That's what, what I was going to um, interject about is, so we leave this up to the, the child to decide what their preference is. So 
at what age, because they're young, what age do they determine, okay, this is what I'm going to be. And then once you make that determination and then you change your mind because they're children, you know, they're mm-hmm. still children and to be able to identify yourself as this way. And then you change your mind, identify yourself another day, another gender, a different gender than what you chose previously. And then let's say a year from there, you decide, so you flip flopping. So, so what that sounds like is the parents are going to be in their child's corner. One way Every time the they change their mind. Whatever because I think that is part of being a child, that flip-flopping, you know, right. whether it's childhood up to teenagehood. And I'm thinking if, it, you know, in that scenario, and that scenario is probably pretty prevalent. Um, I think to Tracy's point, I think I, I would, as a parent, just have to listen. No matter what the age, matter whatever what they're matter. conveying, yeah, whatever they're conveying to me, I have to listen. And I ha- this is just me, though. I have to listen and I have to receive that. And I have to meet my child where they are at whatever point it is. So um, I have to respect it, I feel the like. Answer, the, the answer based on the Mayo Clinic uh-huh. is that a child identifies with their gender at three years old. Oh, so wow. they're saying at three years old, wow. a child already knows what they're going to, what they, you know, what they're going to identify with. I appreciate the research because, you know, years ago, we didn't have this research to tell us this. And I think that's, you know, part of where all the controversy comes from. But that's helpful to know. I was also watching an episode of SVU. Y'all know I love SVU. And one of the doctors made the statement on it was a really good groundbreaking episode about a young girl. uh, Well, a young boy who decided he wanted to be a girl. So he was a transgender female, 13 years old. And the doctor explained it as the body is born as one gender, but the child's mind is a whole other gender. And that's where the conflict comes with, with who they are. Is that the episode when, um, he was taking pictures and somebody pushed him over and, and, and killed him in the park. No, that was a different one. That was a, di- yeah, that was a really good episode too. Yeah. They pulled up her skirt or something. Yeah. Tried to try to pull up yeah. his skirt. Yeah. yeah. And oh, wow. um, I think as society, the parents, as well as just us in society, I think it's important for us to understand the transitions and the language and what goes on in, um, in making the determinations because when someone is born a boy, I think most of us, um, our inclination is to refer to them as a boy, even if they're dressed like a girl. And it's important to the person who is going through this transition, if that person identifies as a girl, we have to be very um, uh, open and, and easily referring to them as she. We really have to use the pronouns that they're asking us to use. I, to me, it's a respect thing. Dwayne Wade's um, daughter, Gabrielle Union's um, stepdaughter, Zaya, um, although born a boy, Zaya identifies as a girl. And, you know, again, the inclination is to, you're not sure what to call her, but I think it's, it's important to respect who they see themselves as and refer to them as such. Um, that's just my thought. I don't, I, I don't have a problem with doing that as long as I know 
what they want to yeah. be called. Sometimes notice, you don't though, know. Some, well, now you notice go ahead. on social media now, <laughs> on just about every platform, um, you have an identifier. To, you can choose your pronouns. If you go into your settings, you will see where you can choose your pronouns on just about every social media platform. So, so on what if you're not on? But not what if you're not on social media though? Well, it's well. Then how are you meeting the person? I, I guess would be you, say you don't know. You don't know. So I would say it's okay to right. ask. But okay. Um, okay. For instance, we see Zaya on social media. On her page, her pronouns are she/her. So people will put. I've even been on a Zoom meeting, several Zoom meetings with other actors, and people indicated what their pronouns are beside their name. I've seen it more and more. Um, okay. You know, then that's good. Yeah. Sometimes person, people, I don't know. sometimes what there is face to face besides just, um, you know, social media, um, someone yes. was telling me it, that where they were working, there was a young lady. She dressed as a, as a boy, but she didn't want to be recognized as a girl or a boy. And that's where my confusion yeah. comes in. And I'm not, I'm not, I, my confusion is not because I don't have anything against anybody. I, I'm happy with you, whatever you want to be. I guess because of my old school thing, or in me, it's like, which one? Just make a decision. But, but, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but what, there isn't. It's they them. The see, yeah, that, they that's them. the one that yeah. I'm confused with because, okay, is this like a transition time or because you can't be both? You you well, got and they them and they them is plural. So how can you be a they them if you're well, one they person? Well, they them isn't plural if you're referring to a singular person. They them is singular if you're referring to a singular person. So if singular? you don't know if you don't know the gender of someone who hit your car, you're gonna call them they. Why? That's, that's what I'm saying. How is that calling they if that's a plural? word uh, hear what i'm saying again a person is driving a car they hit I your car it. you don't know who hit your car you're going to refer to them as they it's not plural they okay, hit until me. i get out of the car and then i see the until person. you know right well, until yeah, you know. okay until but i know if i'm talking to you and you're telling me them they i don't know how to put that in a sentence if i'm talking Thank to you, you. Thank well, you. They, them, well, first of all, any pronoun you use is in, if you're talking about the person. So when you refer to them, you're going to call them by their name if you know their name. But if you're talking That's about- That's the safest thing to do. If you're talking about them, you're going to call them they or them. That, that part I don't have a problem with. But this person was saying, don't call me miss, don't call me mister, don't call me, she says she's they or them. So, I, I mean, the, the safest thing is just to say her name if you know what's her name, your name, of course. Yeah. yeah the I, safest and most respectful thing is what's your name. Yeah. 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 But, right. I mean, I, I understand. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, um, there's something, there's a term, term called gender fluid. So some people are not one or the other as far as what they identify with. So that's where the they, them comes from. If they're gender fluid. I mean, I'm, okay, I understand what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But to me, when I use they, I'm thinking of plural. Many but people. But I just gave you an example of a singular. <laughs> I know that, but it's it's grammatically incorrect in my but it's mind. Not. But it's in not. my mind. 
No, it's not. Uh, well, April, it sounds to... like you should free your mind. <laughs> but because it's really not. I'm trying to. I think to. you believe that, but it's she not. Said, April, you need to free your mind. That's and what you know, I'm saying. That, but that's my struggle. I'm trying to, but it's it's not going in the compartment right. of what I know. I right. hear what you're saying, yeah. but what I'm saying to you, I'm struggling with the they because to me that's a plural term. But you you're not identifying the, the times that you have used they when it wasn't plural, when it was singular, because if you don't know. If somebody was a man or a woman, you had to refer to them as they. You had to. No, I would say he. If somebody okay. hit me, oh, let, I'm going to say me, he. I'm going to say let he me put hit it me way. because he can also. When you say he, mm -mm. that also is implied as a she. I got. It could be either, right? It could be either. This is the thing. So this guy was cheating on me, and one of the ways I knew he was cheating on me is when he would talk about people at work. If it was somebody he didn't have anything going with, he would be like, my coworker, blah, 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 she. But if it was somebody he had something going with, my coworker, blah, 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 blah. And they said, still singular, still one person they're talking, he's talking about. <laughs> we use singular they and them that all don't, the time. That don't, I'm sorry, it don't help me. Sorry. <laughs> don't I don't even know me. how to help you then, sorry. <laughs> My mind don't. is not being free tonight. It's, it's not, a dream. Yeah, Take the best I can day. say is Take research it, and I think it will then connect with no, you how you've used it many times. <laughs> I, 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 I understand what you're saying. I get it. I, I know exactly what you're saying. I'm telling you, I don't think that's something I would do. You, what do you mean you won't do it? You're just going to disrespect folks? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that if I, for instance, put it this way. I was watching an episode of um, what's it called? Um, what's the episode on HBO? It's not Insecure. It's not Insecure. No, it's on BET. Twenties. It's called Twenties. Twenties. It is from so HBO, though. But anyway, yeah. It is mm -hmm. okay. But yeah. it's a, um one of the characters. She's a gay character, but she dressed. <laughs> she's a stud. Okay. Mm -hmm. She was in a grocery store. And she, you know, she's dressed like, you know, how the dress, they dress like, they dress masculine, put it that way. And the guy said, hey, what's up? And then he said, oh, excuse me. He, then he realized who he was talking to. He said, my bad. My brother is transgender. I, I didn't mean to disrespect you in a way. And she said, what are you talking about? I'm not transgender. And he said, well, you're, you're something else. She said, no, I'm not that either. And then I was in that. It's like, to me, it's like, okay, you can't get upset with heterosexual people because you want to identify yourself as that. And it's great and it's wonderful. And I embrace that. But because it doesn't click, um, it doesn't click for me. When I see a woman and she dresses as a male, I'm going to dress her as a male because how she's dressed. But then she'll correct me and say I'm a female. So there lies the confusion. You don't know. 
So you know what? I take that back. I am going to start saying thank you. That way, that, that will uh, leave my confusion. There, you know, I don't talk myself. I talk myself around it. I got it. No problem. <laughs> They're all made. I, I did. I did. Man, I know, did. Um, I don't know how many people y'all have encountered that got an attitude with you, like you were talking about. You know, you said people get upset. But yeah. um, I, I think for those that are LGBTQ, whatever they identify as, I would encourage them not to get upset, but simply to educate. Because there's never a reason to be disagreeable. You don't have to be disagreeable with people. So even protecting your status as an LGBTQ member, um, you can still educate without getting an attitude with a person. Right. That would be and what I, I would say. That would be so cool because I just talk, I just work, I just work through my problem myself. I said it out loud what was going on in my mind. <laughs> but a lot of people don't do that. You know, I'm telling well, you, education, I'm sat here and I told you. Yeah, yeah I, said, I said, I'm not doing it. And then as I played around with it in my mind, I'm like, you know what? It does make sense. Okay. And that's yeah. what education does. If you if somebody, if that person educates someone on whatever, they may not get it right then. But at some point, maybe they will. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say, that's why I always recommend it. Linda, I think you should send April a bill. Make you said what? They could pay you for that. <laughs> that's not what best friends do. I think you should bill her. I think you should bill her later. <laughs> that's, not what best, that's not what best friends do. <laughs> laugh, April. Laugh. We just found out. We just found out that best friends educate. <laughs> best friends educate best friends. <laughs> Cheers. Oh it's the season. It's the it's season. It's the season. It is the season. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> want to be right at right, all true. costs but yeah right. but again the bond that we share we allow each other to work work, through work it problems. out <laughs> right work it out work it out opinions like, you know what too. i'm gonna let you work that out and i'm gonna just <laughs> sit over here <laughs> i'm gonna let you work that i'm gonna let you no, linda, work linda was like do some research <laughs> you would almost you had almost taken Linda to the edge, but she came back. She came oh, back. Oh yeah. Her head. Oh yeah. 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 Linda's so gonna come back. 
Linda's going to come back. She always will. She's going to stop at some point, and then she's going to do. It it, it was beautiful. (laughs) I didn't even notice it. She's going to let you figure it out. Because we just talked. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't even notice it. She's going to let you figure it out, honey. April knows me well, so it's, we, (laughs) but we all know each other well, and I think that's what makes it work so well. I really Uh, do. uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs> just send that check in the mail please just joking yes I say make her pay you you know what y'all could just kiss my um apple bottoms <laughs> show me your red apple bottom <laughs> get up and show her my red apple bottom oh lord lord I mean that literally oh, oh lord Oh my God! I'm just being <laughs> compliant. <laughs> That's what best friends do. So, oh Lord, here yeah, she go with that. Friend. Here she go with that. So yeah, on, on that subject, I think it could be um, beneficial. You know, and I think that goes right back to the to the um, to the parents loving their children unconditionally. Right. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, my daughter just had a birthday and I think I said something to her in, in one of my messages to her is that she taught me, she was my first love and she taught me how to love unconditionally. Mm. And, th- and that's so sincere because there were no conditions on what I would or would not do or right. how I w- would respond. I just rose or fell to the occasion of her right. being, right. you know? And if she had it came home feeling, you know, now one thing I never did, and I and parents have done this, I never told my daughter that I would go kick somebody's ass. You know, if she was being bullied, I would never say, I'll go kick her ass. Right Let's now. go, you know, I would do it, I would handle it diplomatically. Okay, we're gonna see the principal, we're gonna get the yeah. parents in school, right. and we're gonna talk this yeah. thing out. Yeah. Call there, y'all. there are some parents. That would say, I'll meet you and I'm gonna kick. I've seen look at Paula. <laughs> but you can't you can't go 14. How, how old is she? She 14, I'm 14. Okay. No, you're an adult. It's just no. I've never I've never took that approach with me. Right. But my mother That's now funny. my mother, my mother would say, if you come home crying, if you come home beat up, then I'm gonna beat you up. Yeah. So you you had to fight. You had to fight before you got home because if you got home, you was gonna fight. So yeah, I get yeah. I get what I the parents are doing there. And then there's so much. Again, as you said, with social media and and right. and, and, and such, there's so much bullying. I mean, even yeah. adults adults are bullying. Are it's bullying. worse than the kids. Yeah, and, and well, you have to know that those were they they were bullies when they were young. Yes. You don't just turn into a bully as an adult. You've been bullying yeah. all, all your life. So mm-hmm. it's 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 a good thing that they're allowing their children to make decisions, um, you know, and where their lives are concerned. But I think I think it's a fine line, you yeah, know, because yeah. I think if if you give the, the child with all due respect too much power. Then they right. can tend to overtake what your what your teachings really are. I think what it 
it, it, what it almost sounds like to me is you surrender to your child mm -hmm. and say, you go and be whatever you want to be and I'll support it. But in the, in the same respect, you're not really saying go be what you want to be. What you're saying is I will support your decisions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I'll go right back here. And again, I don't know much detail, but apparently the shooting, um, where was it? In, um, was it in Missouri with the, the school shooting where the guy had just bought the gun? Mm -hmm. Oh, Michigan? Oh, with Michigan. the parents. Okay. Yeah. I know it was in yeah. Michigan. But his parents are being charged. The parents are being oh. charged as well because mm -hmm. apparently they supported him. Well, they bought the gun. They bought him the gun. Right. A couple days prior. Yeah. With, without any instruction. So, again, I don't know. The and he was too young to own a gun. So they shouldn't have done it. They broke the law. They should have been arrested. Right. So it is a fine, it's a fine line on how you support these children. You know? Well, I think of, you know, supporting, you know, not supporting bad behavior, hurtful behavior is important, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, and I think with the dialogue, like we were talking earlier, having the dialogue, I think helps to, to even the playing field, if you will, and not um, relinquish, for lack of a better term, power. It, it, you, you talk about it. It's, it's you know, you, you make it a safe place so you that that dialogue can happen. Yeah. yeah. That's, again, that's not real support. Right. Mm -hmm. right. That's real <clears throat> it doesn't um Angelita Jolie and Brad Pitt, they have a child who also is gender fluid. Or he I, a, I think so. it's a a girl. She's a girl, but she identifies herself as a boy. I believe okay. that's that's the way it is. Um okay. so they have been being supportive of this child for years. Um, so that's one celebrity that I know that, and you mentioned Gabrielle Union, um, um, son. I didn't know about that prior Cher? to today. Huh? Also share, right? Well, shares, um, Oh, Bono. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Well, is it Michael, so this is Michael nothing Michael new. Jordan. It's Magic Johnson. Oh, no. Well, Magic Johnson. Yeah, Magic Johnson. Uh, EJ. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. But is but as a child, here? though, I'm thinking of I'm talking about not as an adult, but children who right. now saying that I am not this gender. I am this gender, and, and like you said, because mentally this is how I identify myself. Therefore, I am going to dress accordingly. Mm -hmm. So well, and that's I, and I was I was still on that page with the with with what the Mayo Clinic was finding. So based on the um, the Mayo Clinic, um, they're saying women and feminine and boy man and masculine between they understand themselves between ages 18 and 24 months most also categorize their own gender again i said three years old however because gender stereotypes are reinforced some children learn to behave in ways that bring them the most reward mm -hmm. In other words, if my mom is clapping for me because I'm a girl, even though I feel like I want to be a boy, then I'm going to be a girl for my mom. Yeah. 
you know, right. same difference if I, if you yeah. know, if I want to be a girl and I'm a boy and my dad's clapping for me because I'm a boy and he's got me playing football and blah, 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 blah. Then I'm going to do the, um, the dad thing. Um, right. um, and ways to bring them the most reward despite their authentic gender identity at ages five to six years, most children are rigged are rigid about gender stereotypes and preferences. These feelings typically typically become more flexible with age. So they're saying a child at a very young age already knows. I mean, without reading the whole darn thing, they're saying a child at a certain age already knows. Practically, when they're on their way home from the hospital, they already know who they are, you know? And so- And you know what? And I believe that the parents really know too. Right. The parents know. See, and- Um, and There have been some, there have been some instances where let's say your child is a boy, but he prefers to play with Barbies. You know that part of you is saying to yourself, it's going to at least give you the question that maybe my child wants to be something other than what I'm, I won't say making him to be, but I believe and prefer him to be. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because this, this article almost, almost wants to say that even at birth, although there is, you know, the genitals or the vagina, which is present, then, you know, just pretty much ignore that and let the child decide what they're going to do, how they, you know, how, how they want to be. So. That's a thin line. I mean, ooh, it is fragile. Like it's definitely when you fragile. mentioned about the teenage years, I, all that, and then you're going to put this on top of that. I can't even imagine what this poor child endures um, in school. I can't even imagine. So he definitely would need a good support system at home. But most of the times they're not. It's great when they do. Right. But if your parents are fighting your gender, saying that you are a boy, this is what you were born with, and this is who you're going to be, right. but you're, you're telling yourself otherwise, you may not have a supportive family in your household. Yeah. So, so we will pray for all the little children. Yes, of course. Of course. God well, bless ladies, America. Yeah. God bless us all. I mean, it's, it's so fragile. And you know, with all due respect, there's so many things that that we we have to that need to be addressed than than a person's personal again gun control, racism, mental homelessness, health, homelessness, yeah. mental mm-hmm. health. You know, but we stay stuck on excuse my expression, shit like a petition on Jada and Will, <laughs> common and intent. Or, you know, or, or let me just even add to what you're about to say. Or your right to wear a freaking mask or not. Why are we fighting right. about yes. that? It's right. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. We have more things, more important things to talk about. I'm sorry. I just wanted to add to what you were saying. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, yes, we do. And we are going to continue to talk about those things. Well, ladies, thank you so much. Listeners, thank you so much for listening in on our Christmas episode. We're so happy that you shared your holiday with us. And season's greetings. Happy holidays. And as as always from Uncorked and Conversation, be well. Thank you for listening to Uncorked in Conversation. This podcast is co-hosted by Linda White, April N. Brown, Tracy Langford, Paulette Irvy, and Sarita Boston. It is produced and edited by April N. Brown. The music is by Ben Sound.